0: Are well, you starting it now? God damn! <laughs>
1: yeah, it's in progress, but It's recording, we're recording. Okay, let's start this pop, like, no, properly. Uh, I don't know to start properly, but... I don't know if I should swear or not. I don't
0: know. Oh, that's up to you. That's up to you. If I can swear, then... That's up to you as well. I don't mind not... Okay. Do we keep,
1: do we keep, ah, that's <laughs> it. Where's <laughs> the decision, man? Let's do it. Who okay. cares? No, who okay. cares? But bro, how are you, man?
0: Just I'm good, you. man. I'm good. Yeah. I'm good. How, how are, are you? Things? things are going well. Obviously, I've just joined, just joined the OT, just joined, joined Adam. So things business-wise, looking a lot better, Um, learning a lot more. So yeah, man, things are, things are going well. What about you?
1: Honestly, things are going really good, man, to be honest, um, I have, you know, the Limitless. I had. They have an event tomorrow, so yeah, yes, yeah, for that. I'm actually quite excited for that. Um, I'm nervous. I'm not gonna lie. I'm nervous because there's like a lot of people, bro, and I. Wait, wait, where I'm, is it? It's in London. Where is it? Bro?
0: Is it? Ah, uh, <laughs>
1: I probably know one person out of everyone that is gonna be there.
0: So, are you gonna be like training it down? Or are you gonna be like, driving what?
1: I'm a coach. I got a coach. All right, okay. Chiefs option trains a bit mad,
0: trains long as well,
1: train's long <laughs> as well. Flipping, I don't get Saint Pancras and no, then no, 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 can't believe it. <laughs> gold is green. Where the coach finishes, that is like five, maybe eight minutes max from the hotel. So,
0: nice. did they I organize? Mean. Did they all like let you know of the coach that you could get and stuff?
1: No, I'm born, I was born in um, London, so I kind of know, all right, okay. All right. But luckily, I put. Gold is green and it's closest to the place, so
0: it was kind of decent. But yeah, how, how long have you lived in Knox?
1: <laughs> my whole life, pretty much since I was five. <laughs> and now I'm 22, nearly 23.
0: I I lived there whole, my whole life. No, in lived yeah, yeah, yeah. you're Even yeah. now, still. Yeah. Yep. Oh, huh? Yeah. I Yeah, live with my girlfriend. Um. Yeah, it's permanent. I permanent. I love that. I love that. That's sick.
1: I, I, to, leave leave with I to go a Like I have some mates that went uni there. I kind of need to go back up there.
0: I love it. I think it's it's a good city. It's nice. Yeah. Um, plus, I work here now. I work at the gym. Yeah, down yeah. the road. J.D. gyms. So, yeah. my life's here now.
1: A guy that you know, right, called yeah. Deshaun. Who? Deshaun. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my boy. He told yeah, yeah. Me day, I, thought, I thought, no way. Went to college with him. <laughs> he told me, he told me. I thought, that's a cr- small world, man. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, man, I went to college
1: with him. I've
0: made some notes, by the way. Yeah? Because
1: uh, I haven't. I'm just going oh, to... Off the cuff? Off the cuff, bro. Oh, man. But you do, you do you, yeah. <laughs> I, I'm glad you're organised, because I'm not. <laughs> I just thought, let no. me just,
2: just talk.
0: <laughs> thing is, yeah, you know when I waffle? You know when I do it off the cuff? Yeah. I waffle. Yeah. And when I waffle, I talk too much shit. Yeah. I don't want to <laughs> talk too much.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm the same. I'm sorry, this ring light is actually really good. on my nose.
0: I've just got a little lamp on. Yeah, nah.
1: Okay, cool. Yeah. So I want to talk today about, is that even English? Anyway, I want to talk about the Christmas period and like how, how people can kind of combat it in a way where they're not ruining progress too much. Because obviously we know that you want to have a good time. We know that you want to enjoy yourself with your family, eat some nice food. So I think it's just about working around it instead of just saying, like, being like a bodybuilder and just not, and just eating veg and chicken breast and like that. I think that would just be a bit silly for, like, the majority of people.
0: You know, I think that's the general idea, yeah. You know, when people are inquiring about coaching as well, they always wait until Jan or the new year, Simply because over Christmas, unless it's like an affordability issue, then that's that's a totally different story. Then that's going to cause financial stress. I totally understand that. But if their main reason is, oh, I've got all these events coming up. And you just think to yourself, like how many events have you actually got? Like, <laughs> I, I, I don't have that many. <laughs> I have that many coming up. So unless you're going out five, seven days a week, then where, where are these events? <laughs> because I just think sometimes we overlook the, the bigger picture and it's one of those things where to be fair the past four years I've trained on Christmas day but that's me personally yeah. simply because in the morning I'm with my family we open up presents but then after that we're just waiting for dinner and I'm like while I'm waiting for dinner I'm waiting for waiting for the good the good stuff <laughs> and I just go and train at the gym but then I come back so obviously not everyone's like that some some people have stuff they do throughout the day I think it's just one of those where it can be used as a bit of an excuse to just kind of fully go off track.
1: Without a doubt, bro. To be fair, <clears throat> I only have maybe an event on the Christmas Eve, Christmas Day, and then potentially Christmas. Uh, sorry, um, Boxing Day. So, Pete, yeah, I think the main thing that you said just then is the fact that people kind of overlook the bigger picture because... If you have a goal at hand and if the why is strong enough, yeah 100 percent you should still of course enjoy yourself but if if you really have a goal that is strong enough, you realistically shouldn't you should be wanting to kind of get in a better position you should be wanting to to not go off the rails for that period because you know what you want to do you know where you know where you want to get to.
0: Yeah, if it's like um, if it's a physical goal, which obviously sometimes it's physical, sometimes it's mental, sometimes it's a bit of both. The thing is, doing this stuff for me, once I became in a habit and a bit of a routine with it, it just became next to non. Like it just became easier. The food side of things around Christmas time, I, it just for me became a bit of. I just enjoyed myself. I didn't think too much about what I was eating. I still trained. I still went to the gym. A lot of people make the excuse of, no, no gym. Yeah. no gym no, no no eating well simply because it's christmas why not fuck it
2: mm-hmm. <laughs> why am i
0: gonna why am i gonna eat all this this veg chicken but the thing is you don't need to yeah. and that's the one thing that i that i preach as well when i speak to people about tracking food it only needs to be for a certain period of time and then after that period of time you can move on to sort of intuitive eating mindfulness and being sort of <laughs> the tracking is useful not in just the the sense of accuracy but when you're actually looking at a food you could put 120 grams of dry pasta on your plate Mm. but not actually know how much is in that yeah but then once you've weighed that out and done it a few times you kind of get an idea as to what looks like what so most of the time when people actually come to me i'm like you're probably better off weighing your stuff out to begin with to understand what looks like what and what's in what and then move out of it and go into a phase of not tracking and that's throughout Christmas. You are, you should be in that phase. Just be more mindful, intuitive. Just, just eat, just yeah, eat. Yeah. Stop when you're full. Don't overeat because again, it's very easy to do. On Christmas Day, you know what? You get all these pigs in blankets and stuff. Treat yourself. I have about fifteen. You know what? I love it. And I loved every minute of it. But throughout the month, just sort of be more mindful throughout these events. Be more mindful understand what's going in stop when you're full don't overeat and also a good little good little tip as well your cutlery in between biting or in between chewing your food put your cutlery down yeah yeah yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> i love that i love that one bro to be fair i was gonna say what you just said about the overeating thing as well but um i was gonna add uh, just try and stock up on your like on your plate to get a big old plate right? Fuck with your your proteins, so your turkey, wherever you have chicken. Stock up on that. Stock up on your your carbs, your carb sources like your roast potatoes. Get a shit ton of those. <clears throat> and then, obviously, you want to have a little bit of veg, of course, your Brussels sprouts. I, I hate Brussels sprouts, but people love them. You don't like them? They're the worst things known to me. I love- <laughs> Absolutely. But I don't know how anyone eats them. Honestly, they are just- <laughs> I can't. I can't. But yeah, well, um, stuck up on those things. Obviously, add the pigs and blankets, add the rest, the other stuff. But honestly, for me, so, like satiety is a big thing. And if you stuck up on those things, you will be full, guaranteed, one hundred and ten percent. You'll yeah. be full. You probably won't even want to eat anymore because you're gonna probably throw up after, like, or you're gonna fall asleep or something like that. You just be tired, like you you will have a food coma. It's one of those yeah. things where that's what you want to aim for and you because if you eat too like say you don't stock up on this thing you get a massive plate with all everything and then you get another plate another plate another plate another plate another plate another plate and then it's just it just gets a bit ridiculous like well um one of my well my mentor josh he um he um brought up a stat to me he said on average people consume 6,000 calories on Christmas Day alone. Now, to me, that's insane. <laughs> like, you don't really need to be eating 6,000 calories. That's a bit of a joke, really. And yeah. the main thing for Christmas is just having a good time, enjoying time with your family, opening and receiving presents, like just seeing the happiness on your family's face. That, to me, is what Christmas is about. It's not really about eating everything under the sun you don't need to do it like you can still enjoy yourself and have one plate of food or two plates if you fancy it do you know what i mean like it's, it won't hinder your christmas experience by having just that one plate
0: it's the same element with drinking though as well like you can i like, don't get me wrong when i go out i enjoy i enjoy a drink yeah yeah me too <laughs> when, I, when i was a, when i was a student or oh, nah, i say student when i was like 18 when i first started going out and then probably into uni as well, probably like first, second year. I, I'm not going to lie, I was an idiot. Like I would drink too much. I would drink too much. And I wouldn't understand. Like the next day I'm like, oh, I feel rough. Mm-hmm. Like, And to so be honest, sometimes I get like that if I drink now, but that's because I don't drink anymore. I don't really drink. Like It's on the odd occasion, so I don't know my limit. <laughs> but you can have a good time without overindulging. It's and it, the same with drink. You can have a good time Without going mad, having fifteen shots, mm-hmm. having ten beers or whatever you drink. I don't drink beers, but I drink spirits. Mm-hmm. But having like, oh, beers disgusting, man.
2: Horrible. <laughs> I don't
1: know.
0: Thank God someone else had just said that. Because yeah,
1: every, I don't know how anyone drinks it. You're
0: horrible. Every time I say that, they're like, you "Don't yeah, like beer. Loves it."
1: People love them, innit? It? Weirdness.
0: It, <laughs> it makes me feel groggy. It's like it's like copperberg or cider. It makes it sits on my stomach. Makes it, me feel tired, yeah, and yeah, I, yeah. I, could, I could go sleep. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Hundred percent, I agree. I Maybe, yeah. It's the same. It's the same principle, mm-hmm. without a doubt. Uh, I just generally think that. Well, actually, so no, so no One more thing I was gonna say was. Um, another thing you can do is you can calorie bank if you really wanted to.
0: I've got that written down.
1: Yeah? you can calorie bank. So what I was thinking, like, what I was, off the cuff, in my head, if. Like, let's say, for example, someone's calories is like their daily allowance right now is 200 sorry, sorry, 2000 calories. Yeah. If they were that person was to maybe drop their calories by, let's say, not sorry, not drop calories, but let's say they were to increase the deficit by maybe 200 calories every single day because there's 30 days till Christmas now. So if you were to decrease your sorry, increase your deficit by 200 each day you would have saved up six thousand calories by christmas day which then kind of allows you to if you did want to go crazy you could and you wouldn't have made that much of a dent in your progress if that makes sense so i feel like if you did want to do that you could also do that as well
0: i think you know what i would i would probably do it a little bit differently
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. So I would consider where the events are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So if you've got, obviously, obviously we've all got Christmas coming up, but on the 25th, yeah,
2: mm-hmm.
0: seven days before, yeah. you've got seven days until you hit Christmas, until we've got Christmas Day. You might not be doing it on Christmas Eve, so say the main day is Christmas.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Banking your calories up until that point, because yeah, you know what? We might eat 6,000 calories a day.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I wouldn't say banking 6,000 calories throughout the month is mm-hmm. probably... I would say because then you're just going to spend most of the month starving and then you are going to feel quite restricted and you are going to feel a little bit hungry. Mm -hmm. So I would say throughout the month, it's more so again, mindful eating, probably potentially weighing yourself as well. So you understand what the mindful eating is doing to your body. Mm -hmm. You you look at the scale weight and understand, right, it's gone up today or it's gone up next, like next week, it's gone down and things like that. You track that over time. And then when it comes seven days before Christmas, then bank your calories, maybe 200 calories, Mm-hmm. so you're saving that amount per day and i'm not i'm not no big shack i can't do quick math so I'll, I'll work this out right now 1400 i think ish. thank you quick mass 1400 yes yeah, so you've <laughs> saved <laughs> that's 1400 calories then you've saved up yeah. until christmas day so yeah even if you do overindulge it requires a lot of calories to completely hinder your pro not like not hit completely hinder but as in put body fat on you ain't going to put body fat on from 6,000 no. calories. No, 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 you won't. Right. If anything, it might just be a lot of water weight, which will then drop off after a couple of days anyway. So it it's one of those where I would just still stick to the same amount of calories. If they are wanting to stick to 2,000 to stay on track, then stick to 2,000. But then seven days before, when you've got that event coming up,
2: mm-hmm. calories. Yeah.
0: And then when it comes to that event, enjoy yourself. Don't even think about what's going in because you've stayed in a bit of a deficit the whole time.
1: Another thing I was going to add to that... Um... About the overeating thing as well, because it just, just came back in my head. <clears throat> but if you, let's say you do eat 6,000 calories, and then let's say before, okay, so, let's say the week before Christmas, you weighed 100 kilos, for example, and then you overindulge on Christmas Day, and then maybe you weigh yourself a couple of days after or something like that. And let's say you were to weigh 105 106 kilos from water of course we know that but most people will just think oh my god I'm in a worse off position than when I started and then that's where you like your mental like your the way you look at it is going to go down like that is that that can kind of create eating disorders because that's going to give you a balance relationship with food because you're going to think, cool, I've eaten all this food. I thought I was enjoying myself and now I'm in the shit. Now I'm back to a position. It's kind of like Slimming World where you lose loads of weight and then months later, you put it all back on again. It just creates these kind of like not great relationship with food and that's just not what you want to be doing. Yeah, this-
0: it's like, it's the yo-yo effect. And to be honest with that, that's this is where, in, in terms of what I'd recommend with that, is when it comes to Christmas, when it comes to that the, the few days after, and bearing in mind we've got New Year's as well, Yeah. that little small window between Christmas and New Year's, just get back on track. Don't weigh yourself. Have New Year's, again, where you're saving up your calories throughout the days. And then get to New Year's, have a good time. And then a week or two later after New Year's, after you've been on track for another week or two, then just pop on the scales and see what's happened.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That, I think, mentally, obviously... This is one thing that I've, I've learned as a PT and since I've been doing it now, all right, eight months, I've been on the gym floor. It's not a long, it's not a long time in the grand scheme of things, but Mm -hmm. I've worked with quite a few people and a lot of it is just mental. Mm -hmm. A lot of it is when they step on those scales, they, they don't, if they, if they, if it goes down, they're so happy. But then as soon as it takes a slight increase, they're like, I'm doing everything right. I don't get what, I don't get what's going on. And then it can literally, it can ruin a session in a sense of they're not as motivated. They don't want to lift as much. They don't want to do as much. And it's, it sort of like removes that, that fire that was lit inside of them just because they've seen that slight increase. When in reality, that is just, that could be caused by a variety of things, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: whether that's hormonal, whether that's the food you ate the night before, whether that's, you've had a shit in the morning, Mm -hmm. whether whether you've drank a bit of water in the morning, things like that, like it could be affected by so many variables and it just gets them down. So that's why I would say after Christmas, after New Year's, just don't even step on the scales. Just get back into your routine, get back into habits, building those habits up, what you had previously or what you were having throughout December and then weigh yourself in two weeks time. See what happens. I like
2: that
1: because obviously... I'm I'm glad that we're saying this kind of stuff because a lot of people would probably go and check. It's kind of normal to just go check and see what damage have I done, but it's not going to help you because you know that you've eaten a lot of food. But That
0: that will be their exact thought process as well. They are literally stepping on the scales with a mindset of, let me see what damage I've done. So they've already got a negative connotation towards that scale. That scale then to them is literally like the devil. They look at it and go, I'm ready for you. But they're not mentally. They're like, if I see a bad weight, I'm fuming. i they won't know
1: why. They, they, they won't know why that weight is
0: what it is. Well, I have to be fair. I've made a note. And the thing is, they might be annoyed because they know why. Because a lot of the time when I, when I speak to someone in person, when I do a consultation or when I speak to someone, on a call, I ask them what the problems are.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And you nine times out of 10, they know exactly where they're going wrong. So they know exactly what is going wrong. But then they just don't know how to correct it.
1: I'm the opposite. I'm the opposite. Yeah. Most people don't know where they've gone wrong. All oh, right. Okay. So then the role that I then play is I, I help, I ask the questions which help them realize what, what's going- what yeah. is the problem.
0: Because I think that's why. Sorry, carry on. <laughs> Sorry, some some people do know, but then some people don't. But then they just need that that sort of. Then they need the prompting questions to try and help them understand where they potentially are going wrong. Um,
1: and and but, that's when yeah. we as coaches come, rather than trainers, because trainers just give you a program. They they train you, or as a online, whatever, they just give you a training plan. As a coach, you have to be able to, to find these things and ask the right questions and actually coach people rather than just give them a training plan and be like, oh, hey, or give them a meal plan and be like, hey, girl. you have to be able to work with them. And if they have an issue with something, work with them towards getting that issue not an issue anymore. You get what I'm saying? Like, yeah. That, that's where our role, like, i'm not sure what you're doing with your clients but with my clients next week i think all of them have have booked in a um, zoom call with me because we're going to talk about in depth about their progress so far where they're at at the minute and how we're going to tackle december and how we're going to go on past december to january february and how we're going to get into their um get towards their goal and just map out everything so yeah I was just going to ask, what how like, how are you dealing
0: with that with your clients? Like, what are you doing with them? How we're so, how are we going to tackle December? Yeah. So, similar to what you're going to do. So, next week I'm going to book in. So, with certain clients, I, a lot of my a lot of my training or the people that I work with, it's a bit of a hybrid model. And then I've got some people which is online specific. So, the people that are online specific, I'll I'll book in a call with them. Like when I call it the goal setting call. Mm-hmm. A goal setting call will be to literally talk through their goals, where they're at, what they've achieved, what the plan of action is, and then go through what they can do throughout December to try and actually get them to keep them in the best possible position, so that when January comes, they don't feel like they've they've ruined it. Um With my in person clients, it's more so in person. I'll speak to them in person. I'll be like, "What, what do you reckon?" Like just as what when they're warming up. Mm-hmm. Normally, it's a conversation. It's like. Mm-hmm. What do you think we're going to do throughout December? What's your approach? What events have you got coming up? How do you think you're going to tackle them? And then I'll prompt those questions, see how, see how they respond and then give my feedback and then see how, how I could probably help and give some suggestions. So that's kind of how it is. It depends on whether they're an in-person client or whether they're specifically online. Yeah,
1: yeah. And, and another thing as well is that checking in with them multiple times, I feel like yeah. if you just the extent- leave them, I feel like, it's very easy for someone to just go out and do whatever, whereas... It, sorry, carry on, though. I'm sorry, carry on, carry on. I was going to say, it's just one of those things where, like, if we use the example of, like, a bodybuilder who's maybe doing a show, in peak week, the coach wants to see them every single day. On the day, they want to see them, like, every two hours or something like, or just have some kind of... To, to keep in touch and... With this time, with it being so easy for people to kind of go off the rails, a lot of people come to coaches because they need the accountability. And especially in Christmas, <laughs> that is a time where that needs to be a flipping high priority because they want someone there who can guide them through. But then also that might give them a little bit of, what's the word that might make them realize that they don't need to overeat as much because they have
0: someone there what they're still checking with
1: exactly they're checking with so then they're kind of like well you know what maybe like yes coach has given me the green light to enjoy myself but maybe I shouldn't go and eat flipping 2000 mince pies or whatever <laughs> what I mean? so it's one of those things where you have to just keep on checking in with them, isn't it? And or even if you have a coach, just have someone who you can like, who you can talk to, or yeah, who you can just kind of check in with, but not like have an accountability partner. Partner, sorry, that's what the word. Yeah. Is. Just just have someone there in your corner that you can, you can think, oh, I need to check in with, I need to talk to Thingy today. Um, uh, in like two days, so maybe I shouldn't. Blah blah blah. You get what I'm trying to say. <laughs>
0: I think the so the second one where you said have like a like basically having a support network having someone there to be your accountability partner that's good if they follow a no bullshit approach if they are not
2: biased
0: <laughs> yeah so like if they aren't if that, that's why having a coach is important in a sense of instead of like obviously if you've got your partner there in support of what you do then that's, that's great, but there's still going to be a slight element of bias, slight element of if they're not in the industry or they don't bodybuild or they don't go to the gym, mm-hmm. there's still going to be an element of, it's fine. Like, obviously, it's December, just you don't worry. But a, a coach will say that, but then will also give you suggestions on maybe what you could do differently mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. To, to make it so you don't mentally get bogged down. That's very true. That is actually very um, true. That's the difference between having a coach and a like an accountability partner who's not within the, the kind of similar mindset to you.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: A coach has got the same mindset. A coach who's been there, generally if someone comes to you, they're either with, with you because they like you or you've done what they want to do. Yeah. So they will console in you because they want your advice.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: When you're going to someone who's like your accountability partner, You will go to them to console in them. You will go to them to tell them how shit you feel, but you then won't ask for suggestions because they might not know. They don't understand.
2: Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm.
0: So at that point, then it's, that's the difference. Like, and that's why investing in a coach throughout, throughout December, Mm
2: -hmm.
0: I don't know if you, you, you've had it quite a bit, but I definitely have. It's everyone's got the same answer. Um, it's more so Christmas is coming up. Like, I'm just going to start in January. I'm going to start in January. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, I'm not, I'm not, I'm not pushy. I'm not the type to push it. I, I will say like, what ask what the goals are, what how it will make them feel, why they want to get there.
2: Mm.
0: Then if if it if it comes down to it, and they just say a straight up no, I'm not going to be like, why? Mm. <laughs> I I'm not, I'm not like that. So, it, but the, the answer is always the same. It's throughout this month. It's been oh, it's January. I'll start in January. I'll come to you in January. I'll keep you in mind for January. I'm like, why?
2: Mm-hmm.
0: why Why start then because the goal that you have now will still be the goal that you have in January if anything you will then put yourself in a position where you then have now need to work even harder to get to your goal
2: mm-hmm.
1: it kind so, of by not having some by not starting now more than likely when January comes you are further away from the goal than you was now So which is disheartening. You know, So today is November the twenty fifth. You've got a month till Christmas. It's like in, it's similar to like off season in regards with like bodybuilding. You you like see a lot. You see coach. You see clients leaving their coaches during off season. That's the most important part. And with this and like lifestyle clients, this time of year, this is the most important part to have somebody there, to have a knowledgeable person, i.e. a coach, there to help guide you through so that the damage damage that comes in January or comes from this period, you're not going to be in that bad of a place come January. If if bad at all, you'll probably be in a better position. No, no, you will be in a better position come January. And one thing that I... I'm implementing with um, my kind of coaching is not really coaching, actually. I'm basically doing a private Facebook group. I'm not sure if you are as well. If you are. Yeah. yeah. I've got one. You've got one. Cool. So people, if you're listening to this, join mine and Tom's private Facebook groups because we're in there, me you are in there. And they're free, right? Yours, yours, Yours is free, right?
0: It's going to be well... I was thinking. I thought you meant a members one. I would. I literally were thinking about this this the other day. Okay. Uh, in the OTE, there's a bit of a. We've got a little bit of a group, so we jumped on a call yesterday, and I suggested it. Like, should I? And they said it's probably a, it's a good idea, but it's now like just they just told me to nail the basics, which is definitely yeah, true. Yeah, yeah, of course. Of course. Uh, but as in like, I was thinking about doing something something similar. For me, it's a bit of self-imposter syndrome. Uh, syndrome.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Imposter syndrome. Mm-hmm. So. Every time I think about doing something, sometimes I, I turn myself away from it because I, I feel like I'm not, I'm not recognised in the industry yet.
1: I'm the same, bro. No, no, no,
0: no. I, I turn myself away from ideas, challenges, Facebook groups, private Facebook groups, open Facebook groups, things that I want to do and I know other coaches are doing, but I know I can do it better. It's just because I don't, Think I'm up there in the industry because I don't feel like I've got that authority yet. I'm not there in a sense of I don't feel like I can make it and get the interest and get the, the attraction. When in reality, I, I know, I know I can do it. I know I could provide a good value and uh, value and service. It's just that sort of thought in my mind, thinking, are other people going to believe that?
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Bro, I'm the same, bro. Because Josh has set me some tasks to do, and. He sent me them to I got call with him in like I have called call with him in like three minutes um sorry three hours so that's gonna be interesting but it in, two weeks ago he, he sent me a task he was like do challenges on your story I haven't done one um he said introduce uh, a Facebook group I probably started that literally on Monday um so it's one of those things where I, I genuinely get scared I like you said imposter syndrome where you just think people aren't going to be interested.
0: Yeah. Th- I, I think it's not gonna, they're not going to care.
1: Yeah. When, in reality, some some people will care. You might not get 100 join straight away, but over time, your authority will just be... Anyway, we've gone off on, on some mad tangents. <laughs> what about, about Christmas and everyone about coaching? Yeah. <laughs>
0: Um, this is more Latin, this, this, is, this, is what, this is what happens on podcast I don't know if this is every podcast I, I've listened to quite a few but it's normal yeah. um, it's yeah, yeah, normal yeah.
1: I think it is normal too, too. I, have you ever heard um, the Muscle Mentors one they talk about yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Rolling, boxing, all that shit at the beginning yeah, yeah
0: they talk about Lord of the Rings and all sorts yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> Ross yeah oh
1: god yeah yeah bro um
0: do you have any more notes? Because
1: I, I can't think can't, can't of anything else
2: right at this second.
0: So we can talk about things that they could actually do. So again, we've talked about calorie banking. So a couple of things when it comes to eating. So obviously, like I said, mindful eating and eating when, eating when stopping when you fall. Okay. So having a plate, it's like when you go to an all you can eat. I don't know if you've ad- ever done this. I know I have. Mm-hmm. When I go to all you can eat, because you've paid a certain amount of money and you know you can go back up. I haven't, I haven't done it in a while, but I would go back up. And you know what? I'd go for four plates and then I'd go for four desserts because why not? You yeah, so this this was me. This was me when I used to go to, I don't know if this is still in Nottingham, uh, but May some. I used to go there. I used to go there and get about four plates. Love it. Yeah. And then I'd go back and get four desserts. Yeah. And afterwards I would feel absolutely terrible. But because I'm, I'm in the mindset of I'm gonna get my money's worth.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I just did it. But I, then afterwards, I'd be like groggy, tired. Yeah. So before I go on another tangent, it's <laughs> just about, it's just about making sure that you don't do that and stopping when you do feel full. Yeah. And eating a little bit slower as well really does help. So I eat quite fast. Mm-hmm. Chew your Chewing. But I notice, Yeah. Yeah. Chewing your food. Yeah.
1: Yeah, just taking your time, man. Eat something, talk to your brother or sister, your mom or dad, whoever's in the room, just talk to them while you're eating. Just try and elongate, because that's another psychological thing where if we take longer to eat something, it it psychologically makes us feel more hungry. Sorry, sorry, more full, sorry, should I say. And that is something that can really help a lot. And chew, in terms of chews, what was it? I think it's like 30 chews per, per mouthful or something like that. Something like be, between 20 and 30 chews. Um, it, it's just, uh, just something that can psychologically help, even though you're not actually full, but it can make you think that you're full, which can make you eat less. So then, therefore, not going off the rails. Yeah. And I think that I was going to say as well is just thinking about the goal, I think that's just a year-long thing. But especially in Christmas, just just try to be mindful, like you said, mindful eating, but be mindful of the goal at hand and being smart with it all and not just being like what eats a lot. you well, like a like a fat pig they're controversial but there's no need for it do you know what I mean
2: <laughs> ah, yeah.
1: um, there is yeah. no need for it just think about the goal I think and um, you should be fine I think personally I'd recommend
0: it. it's only a few days is it's that? only a few days yeah, it's just it's just used as, a, as an excuse to go off track when if I always say I've made a post earlier on about productivity yeah. and having people say to me i don't have time it's one of my it's one of my things where i it really it, it makes me think like you do have time you've got 7 days in the week and when when i say to people oh have you prepped your meals or even if they don't prep like for me at the moment because being self employed i don't necessarily need to prep my meals because i have got at the minute quite a bit of time throughout the day where i can schedule where i make meals yeah if i was working a full time job my meals will be prepped whether that be breakfast lunch and dinner and then when I get home I know whatever's whatever I'd make at home and then it's it's the the excuse is I don't have time because I'm working all the time I can't exercise because I don't have time but you do have time it's just what does it mean to you like when you go home at night do you go straight to bed do you go straight to bed probably not a lot of the time people get, get home and they'll sit down on the on the on the settee, or they'll get in the bed and they'll watch TV, they'll watch Netflix, and they'll do that for an hour and a half, or they'll sit on the phone scrolling for Instagram. But that's what they do because it's not that it's not a that's not a priority. They don't want to, that's not a priority to sit for Instagram. It's because they're tired. So they use that as an excuse to then not do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. Because but that is genuinely because priority. If it means a lot, I've got people that I work with. And this is why my kind of, the people that I tend to work with are people that are busy professionals, but they want to work hard. Mm-hmm. So they are generally working busy hours. They generally have have a lot of responsibility,
2: mm-hmm.
0: but they still get it done. Mm-hmm. The main reason for that is, is because their goal is stronger than what their tiredness says. Mm-hmm.
1: I'm the same. I, I look at the same kind of people. <clears throat> and meal prep is one of those like I have a client right now who 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 literally will work from six until six or maybe sometimes even till till um till like seven, eight. And these and like he works in construction. So it's not as if he's sitting in an office for that time. He is on his foot from six till six. To me, that's crazy.
0: I, that's dedication. That is dedication. That is
1: crazy. And then after that, luckily he's got a home gym, so he can just train in his house. But the point is that what we worked with with him is just f- scheduling. I told him, bro, please tell me your day and I will make a full day's plan for you. And then, so I inputted what he does throughout his day on every day. I inputted that into the like day schedule. We found slots. We found slots. You can, if you are busy if you actually put what you do into a calendar or into like a full 24 hour split you can find slots within your day where, we, where you can do what you need to do yeah, yeah. within your week you can find slots so product uh, sorry um not having time for me is my biggest pet peeve. because you have a lot of time it's I, one of those I, I i i personally would rather you say to me it's not a priority right now rather than you haven't got time yeah yeah really yeah. Get, it's not there. you do have time you do have yeah. time. but um yeah, yeah so you go where you go
0: i was gonna what was i gonna say what was i gonna say it's not necessarily a, a pet peeve I, I i get it when people say it because they don't understand if they have time because they they might think that they need to do six days a week at the gym they might think they need to spend two hours prepping food. When in reality things can be done quite quickly. You could go to the gym. Like, don't get me wrong, my sessions are like, I can get them done in an hour, but sometimes they're an hour and a half. It depends on the rest times, it depends on how how many exercises I do, what's scheduled in like for those days. So my split at the moment, generally my sessions take me about an hour and 10. Mm-hmm. Some people might need less than that. Mm-hmm. So and if they need less than that, that's still fine. There's ways to work around that. You could then go to the gym Potentially still work hard in the sets that you do, but you could do less work in sets or you could do less exercises. So in those exercises that you do, you put every single bit of yourself into those and then you could exert yourself for 45 minutes and get the most out of that session, but do that three times a week. Doesn't necessarily mean do it seven times a week, train seven days a week. You could do three full body splits, uh, three full body days. If you could train four days a week, do it four, 45 minutes. Perfect. Mm -hmm. You can then see brilliant progress from that. And I can guarantee everyone, if they look at their calendar, there are four days, three or four days that they can literally slip in 45 minutes to get to the gym. Obviously, that excludes travel time as well.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Like this is including getting to the gym and stuff like that. So they'd have to think about how long it takes, but then it is scheduling that in and thinking, right, it takes me 10 minutes to get to the gym, five minutes to get ready. So mm-hmm. when I go to work, I'm gonna take my work, I'm gonna take my gym gear with me, get ready at work drive straight to the gym which is then going to take me 10 minutes to get there from work boom then i've got 45 minutes so total it should take around an hour tops to then complete that gym session obviously get there get changed boom and then once you finish that go home another 10 15 minutes an hour and 15 tops in your day
1: time management is one of the biggest things being business owners you know i know you do this and i do this as well google calendar is amazing thing like Banging in with what you're doing, it helps a hell of a lot. And yep. it can be implemented with clients as well. And I tell them to use it because it can really help you. It can take away a little bit of stress. Because if you don't put it in and you go throughout your day and you're thinking, cool, I'm gonna, I don't know when I'm gonna train, when do I do this, when do I do that, that adds stress. It just does. It, it, even if you don't really feel it like a lot. It does add stress whereby if you have a calendar, and you think, cool, I'm training at so and so time, I'm making food at so and so time, I'm going to relax at so and so time, I'm going to sleep at then, I've got work from there to there, and I wake up at so and so. It takes out an element where you're not having to think about what you do, you just do it. Because yeah. it's and being busy, your life more than likely is going to be robotic in most jobs it's going to be very robotic anyway so it's more gonna be like go go sleep wake up go to work go sleep wake up go to work so if you can just again just adding stuff that you need to do it will just be like clockwork it will just make it will make things go a lot smoother in my opinion
0: yeah i think it's because when say for example someone wants to make a change they've got the idea of making the change but it's adding the element of Additional habit into the routine that makes it hard and makes it seem like they haven't got time because their habit or their routine they built up is go to work, come home, watch TV, go to sleep, yeah, or go home, uh, go to work, go home, eat food, go to sleep. When in reality, then they could go home after work, eat, go to, or literally go straight to the gym for work, totally up to them, Mm. go home, literally eat food, go to the gym. Get back, watch a bit of TV, then go sleep. But then it's adding that in, and then it just—it's knowing that you do that and set it up on your days as a non-negotiable.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: That's the one thing that started to help me. And before before I made my business, I'm not going to lie. Before I became online coach, personal trainer, my days were shit. Like, in a sense of I was not organised. This is what this is why I can resonate with a lot of people, yeah. And this is why I can understand where they're going wrong and how how I can help, because when I was at uni, I was shit in a sense of, sometimes I wouldn't turn up to lectures. I'd just rock up late. I'd rock up to work sometimes, most of the time on time, but then sometimes a little bit late. I'm not gonna lie. I'm not the perfect being. And that's the one thing that I try and keep real on my Instagram and stuff like that is that I'm not a perfect being. Because people portray the perfect side of things. I'm like, oh, this is how good I am. I do post my calendar and stuff like that now because that is what I do now. Two things that have helped me, or three things. Google Calendar, notes. Mm -hmm. So beforehand, before every night I go to bed, Mm -hmm. I've started doing this, this this one in particular for the past two weeks, I've set myself a daily to-do list for the day after. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's like in a note box and then you tick it off as you go along. Yeah. So these, for, the, for me then, I don't have to go, what have I got to do today? And then become overwhelmed. I'm not like, oh shit, I forgot what I'm doing. I forgot what I'm doing. It's already there. I just tick it off once I'm done. And then once I've done, perfect. That's it. That's the, either the rest of my day to myself, or I can just go on to something else that maybe was less down on the priority list. And then another thing, there's an app called Streaks as well. So Streaks. Oh, Streaks. Streaks. Yeah. Streaks. So Streaks is essentially like an app that you can, just get it up on my phone you can set yourself targets to do on either daily you can either do it for daily or you can set it for specific days Mm. so me for example now that's relative to the business i've got one which is post on instagram daily
2: Mm.
0: i've set it for wednesday off but then every other day posting so at the moment i'm three days street i've got a three day street since i've used it i also follow follow 50 people per day Mm. that's another street But then I just go on there and tick it off wow. once I've done it on the day. Yeah. Four to six wow. stories on Insta per day. I normally do way more than that anyway. I, told shit, I post <laughs> shit all the time. But yeah, then I tick that off once it's done. Yeah. So having this is good as well. But in a sense of for what people could do for their lifestyle, for, for the habit building, I've got another section where you could put, drink so, much, so many litres of water per day. Tick that off right, I want to get so much, you know your protein target, I'm going to get so much protein in, minimum. Once you've done that, tick it off and you go along. Mm -hmm. And then you tick it off. Yeah, 10 minute walk, tick Mm -hmm. it off. Perfect. These things are stuff that you can do to keep yourself accountable as well. So if if someone is in a position now where they can't invest in a coach like myself or yourself, Mm -hmm. then what you could do is hold yourself accountable.
2: Yeah.
0: Set yourself Mm non-negotiables. Get an app like Streaks. Mm-hmm. Tick, tick boxes for yourself because realistically the only person that's going to do it is you even when it comes to online coaching and you join a coach if they're ever, ever going to do it it's, we provide support we give the guidance we answer questions and make suggestions in reality we ain't doing it for them though we can't do it for them they're the ones that are going to have to do it
1: without a doubt I tell my mom said to me this one time she says um you can take a horse to the water, but you can't force to drink. And that um, that, that is the, that, that is relatable to coaching. because if I give you the best plan that I think for you it, that that plan's best plan for you, regardless if, if it is, if you don't do it, it's the worst plan. So you have to work with your coach and, or work with yourself, to find the best plan, the best schedule, the best routine for you in, in particular. Yeah. I think that's the first thing that I do with my clients straight away off the bat, is I work with them on finding the best thing for them. Because if they say to me that they can train five days a week and they're a beginner five days a week, to me, I think the way I like to do things is to me, that's quite a lot for a beginner who hasn't been going gym consistently. Five times can be quite daunting. So yeah. I'll drop that down. And I, but then i would also explain to them why I've done that. So then they can understand. And then we work on it getting higher and higher, gradually over time. But like I said, you need to do what is best for you.
0: Yeah.
1: And again, we've gone on a massive tangent.
0: I know. I was just about to go on another massive tangent, just of how I started in a sense of, how I built it up as a habit, or how I built training up as a habit.
2: Right,
0: good one. So, obviously, started when I would started training when I was 15. So, when I, when I was in, so the school that I went to uh, used to be called William Sharp. So, don't know if I can, don't know if I can name what it is now. I don't know if that's allowed. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I used to go there and I started training because I didn't feel confident in myself. Um, I, I, I was Skinner. I weren't happy with how I felt. And I, I, I didn't like the, the fact that when I was playing football, I'd get bodied all the time. You know what? That annoyed me. <laughs> <laughs> that, annoyed, that bothered me. So, you know, what? I started going to the gym, but I started going on a weekend because throughout the week, Monday to Friday, I'll be at school. And then I'd just go Saturday and Sunday. And that would be my routine. And I would go to Cyril's because that that I used to live in Cinder Hill. So I'd just walk to the gym. Yeah, it makes sense. It fits so, it, yeah. Fits, it fits into the routine, yeah. but then after t- over time, that, cha- that changed to three times a week rather than two because I, I, I started to enjoy it more. Mm-hmm. I started to enjoy the training, and then that three then turned to four because I was like, Well, I can probably fit another day in because
2: mm-hmm.
0: I really enjoy this and I want to try this.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: I want to try this new split that I found off YouTube. Mm-hmm.
1: Um, the thing that people and- <laughs> do a lot, ASAP, like they 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 kind of like just rush into it. And they do yeah. too much too quickly. And mm-hmm. it, that hinders them. And that's why, unfortunately, a lot of people start in January and by February they're not doing it anymore. Yeah. Because they do too much too fast. And then yeah. what they do in January kind of comes off the back of Christmas because they're kind of compensating for Christmas. They go into yeah. January, do way too much, too quickly. And then they're not doing it anymore. Then they stop, and then they they get back the whole year from February till December again, or till January again. It's just them going in it too fast, too soon, dropping out, going in, going out. It's just it's like a yo-yo thing. They just go in and out too much because they've that people think too much about compensating. Like I always tell my clients that if you have if you have a weekend where you've just gone off the rails. Like, I'm, like one of my clients said to me the other day, I had a bad weekend, I had a really bad weekend, I did this, this, that. And the person asked me, can I do more cardio or could I eat less? So I, I'm thinking, no, 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 <laughs> no. Try and get away from that mentality of trying to overcompensate for what you've done. It's happened now. The best thing you can do is just get back on plan. Just get yeah. back. I'm not gonna drop no calories. I'm not giving you more card. I'm not doing anything more. Just get back on the plan, and then we can get better. We can we can then address what happened and why it happened, and then we can get to the root of that. But while we're doing that, just get back on plan. there, there is no need to kind of to be co- overcompensating for what you've done, because yeah, in reality, it's not bad. Like bad is the wrong word. Like bad like bad is a bad word. Like, in that makes you think poorly about eating, which is, again, where eating disorders come from. And we don't want that. And I don't want that for my clients. And I'm sure you don't want that for anyone um, that you work with or just anyone in general. Um, it, it, yeah, you kinda, we kind of need to preach, like, just, just put it in the bin. As soon as it's done, it's over. Forget about it. Forget about it. What can you do? like you can't go back and change it now. So what's the point doing anything about it? Just the point a bit. It's like if someone pisses you off. There's there is there is no point stressing about it for, for a whole week. What's the point? It's done now. You can't do anything about it. All you gotta do is just move on.
0: Yeah. you know what I mean? Yeah, definitely. It's it's you don't want to punish yourself for doing something that you, you did.
1: There's no. I've, need- I've, I've, I've
0: had that I've had it before, where they've said to me, oh, like, I need to drop my calories. I need to increase my cardio. I've done this last week and I'm, I need to. I'm like, no, you don't. <laughs> <laughs> like, just, you just you know what,
1: No, seriously, you don't.
0: Like, just, the thing is, I, I, I'd show them how far they've come. If, if they've been with, been with me for a while and they've made a lot of progress.
1: That's what I do, bro, yes. yeah. Yeah,
0: just, just, I literally, just, I, sometimes I just randomly send a picture through to them of how far they've come. And then they're like, wow. I'm like, the, 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 I, I've just noticed that's probably a good thing to do, you know. With like, I hate this whole, this whole coaching, coaching thing where they just just do the check-in and then that's it. Mm-hmm. And I understand, you know, when you've got a lot of clients, it might get hard, but I still I don't think I will ever let that happen, regardless of when how many clients I've got. There needs to be touch points throughout the week with each client. And this is where a schedule will come in place. Mm-hmm. Because you need to you need to keep in touch with people like you said earlier on accountability but in a sense of sometimes they need a bit of the kick up the bum and in a a good way just like check up check up on them they might not even tell you that they're doing they're not doing well on the checking form they might be like i'm doing brilliant (laughs) or they'll give this bluntest replies in to the to the questions like yeah great yeah yeah yeah, yeah. (laughs) and and then you actually message them and say, "Look, is everything actually going? Away? Is going okay? I've noticed you've not logged your workouts. I noticed you've not tracked on MyFitnessPal. Yeah. Is is there anything that I can do to help?" And then they go, "Actually, I've really struggled with this." And then that's that's the whole point in coaching. It's not just to give the check-in form and then leave them be. It's and give them feedback and then leave them be. It's the whole process of actually understanding them, making sure they are staying on track. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And just sometimes showing them. Even graphs, even weight graphs, if it is, if it is a body weight sort of thing that they're happy with, then wow. show them that. But then also if they, with the uploading progress pictures, send them a comparison from where they started to where they are, and then just go, I'm just gonna send this through. Mm-hmm. I'm going to send this through. Just fun. look at how far
1: you've like I remember one of my clients, um she, she would go out on the weekends, she'd drink, she'd do this, do that, and then she, she said to me in the, in the checking that she didn't feel like she was getting anywhere. And then I literally sent her a progress picture and the weight and her measurements from the beginning to now, and the perpetrator. She was like, "Oh my God, I've changed so much." She was so just doing that made her feel so happy. yeah and it, that can help adherence as well.
2: Yeah.
1: Yeah. Say again, sorry. No, no,
0: no, no. Uh, I was going to say, this ain't ain't a client of mine. He just, someone who I've seen in the gym, spoke to a few times. He came up to me and I think he was already with a PT or a coach, but he showed me his progress pictures and he said, I just don't see it. He said, I don't feel like I'm making any progress. I don't feel like I've made progress.
2: Hmm.
0: And he showed me these two pictures and I went, What do you mean? (laughs) I literally said, what do you mean you have not? You don't see progress? I say, I see you grafting your arse off in the gym all the time, like grafting four or five days a week, mm-hmm. going on the stairmaster, master, boxing that off, lifting the weights. I'm thinking you are ticking boxes. So when I seen those pictures, I was like, there is a difference. Look at the two of them. Please tell me you see a difference. And a lot of the time, it's the mental side of things. You yourself have a goal in mind. You've got a vision of where you want to look, how you want to look. There's someone there's someone out there that's probably got a body that you're like, I'm I want to work towards that. Or you've just got a vision of what you want to look like. And because you're not there yet, those two pictures that you got side by side.
2: Yeah.
0: Don't mean nothing to you. Yeah. yeah, yeah 100%. Which is what I said to him. And I was like, look, there are, there are clear differences between these two pictures, whether you see it or not. This is why sometimes a third eye is good because you, you should be told that these are really good me. And you were just like, Oh, that, that it made him it made him up and it, he yeah. genuinely I was just like I was so shocked that he just couldn't see a difference yeah,
1: I see that so many times with like clients and people that I've worked with before I think one of the things is like with having a coach it's so good because having that person who can tell you and show you that you're doing well it just helps I don't know it it's just great what we do is great to be honest <laughs> like in in all seriousness what we do as jobs is is something that is you know just amazing in 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 shortcut because people will come to you and ask for advice they'll implement it and then they'll see a difference and then they'll tell you that oh blah blah, blah this helped blah 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 and then you show them the progress and they're like oh my god it makes their weeks make their months makes their makes their life and then you keep going and then oh, it's, it's just great sorry a bit soft it's an, inval-
0: it's, it's an invaluable it's like i think coaching and teaching is probably a similar thing coaching yeah. and teaching is probably a similar thing like when you're a teacher there's a reason why you're a teacher you like to see people like they grow up and do yeah. well and progress and help see them progress mm-hmm. coaching is the exact same it's like they start off as a little Young one, the start is a young one, yeah, and you're making sure that they're staying on track. You're teaching them, you're educating them, and this is what coaching is. You're educating the individual of how their body works, what they need to know, and how they can structure a routine about them. Because the end goal is, they are not going to stay with us forever. The end goal is to make sure that they can actually progress outside of coaching. So it's education. And then over time, you see them gradually understand what calories they need to eat. They go, should I make this adjustment? And then obviously they, they clarify with you. But then they understand that that might be the actual thing that they need to adjust.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: You just Then it becomes less of a dictatorship, more of a partnership. And then it's like, boom.
1: It's like, I have this client. That I always gas her up on Instagram. Rebecca, <laughs> right? I always gas her up. I don't talk to Rebecca a lot. I generally do not. Other than the one check-in, well, I I check-in with people twice, one informally, one formally, but I only talk to her on the uh, formal check-in and the informal, because because obviously she'll reply to that. But properly, I'll talk to her on the informal one. Sorry, the formal one, right? Other than that, throughout the whole week, I don't talk to her again. But the thing is, is that each and every week, if we're in a dieting phase, her body weight's going down. Her her progress pictures are she she looking leaner. Her measurements are looking loads better. Um, well, what what I was gonna say, oh my head. Pictures. Her mood pictures. is improving. Um, mm. um, Oh my god, I can't think, bro. What I'm trying to say is, she's energy doing- levels, stress levels. <laughs> yes there was energy mood uh digestion appetite everything is in a good position because but 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 that's right now and we've been together for just over a year now so Hello. at the beginning obviously it would be it was loads and loads and loads of questions but now it really isn't because and also i am not bothered because i like, buy that because i know for a fact like she knows exactly what she needs to be doing and she does it and I get that confirmation and get when I get the check-in because exactly what we should be like when I check her um her lifts in the gym she's getting stronger great her, her data collection form I can see that everything's being logged everything's being done and it shows and that's what you said about they won't be with us forever and you want to educate them and that's I, I, I gas her up because I've done that with her and now I, she's, she, she is, is with me. Yes, for education every now and then she asks me a question but she's there, she's with me still because of the accountability. Yeah. But the main thing was the education at the beginning so now she knows exactly what she's doing and that's as coaches what we should be aiming towards.
0: Definitely. I don't, if, I don't know if you've got the same but well, I've got... Um... I'm on Notion I've got a client management system. Mm-hmm. So I put all my clients on a bit of a it's a board basically.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So it's like a bit of a green light, red light, amber light sort of traffic light system. Right.
2: right, right,
0: right. So when they're green they're doing great. Mm-hmm. Meaning they might still I might still message them like throughout the week and just make sure they're doing all right, but the green that means they tend to tick the boxes, they check in, they're doing great, the progress is great. And then I've got amber, which is like they need a little bit of help. The check-in when they check-in, it's like they're struggling. There's something that it's just not going well for them. That's yeah. amber.
2: Yeah.
0: Red is like they're not checking in. They're not. They're not logging the workouts and things like that. Then they just either I check in them a little bit more, or I'll get them booked in for a call to make sure they're doing all right.
1: Yeah, yeah,
0: I love that. So I love I've that. got. That's for me. That's the organizer. I've got to do these. Like writing this down today, I had to do it because for me, I need to stay organized. If I don't now, I don't know why. I never used to be like this, but if I don't stay organized, my my life just goes to. A <laughs> it's
2: <laughs> it's goes <I'm>
1: exactly... <laughs> like today, I didn't go up five a.m. every morning. Right today, I got up at seven. Yeah, right. That. Me, that's yeah. a normal seven. Seven in the past was fine. But obviously, we used to be doing five o'clock. This morning, I felt so shit. I felt something's wrong with me. I thought something was wrong with me, bro. Only two hours extra. I mean, I thought something was wrong with me. I thought I couldn't do anything. I just felt I want to stay in bed all day. Like, one thing that goes off just makes the whole day go off. It really does, like,
0: mad. I, you know what, to be fair, getting up times i normally get up when my girlfriend gets up because she goes to she works at a school yeah. sometimes i get up at six it depends if i've got clients at six yeah so if i've got a busy busy day
2: yeah
0: then i'll be up at i'll be up at half six yeah, 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 this yeah. morning i was up at half six simply because i know've i've got a lot of stuff i wanted to get done Yeah. but if i wake up at half seven i don't beat myself up through
2: yeah
0: i don't just because no, i know i
2: do
0: the the thing is yeah you know because and you know what i think it is i used to i used to but because i've got a task list like i've got a priority list
2: yeah
0: i think the feeling of feeling overwhelmed or feeling like my day's gone to shit doesn't feel that way because i've got tasks to do and i get them done throughout the day and get them ticked off so then once i've finished them i'm like it actually didn't take me that long
1: yeah yeah you know what i i personally i don't use notes like you said you did but on Google Calendar, there's of you know, about the reminders
0: kind of thing. Yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. I yeah. use that as my notes. So I will write down every single thing I need to do, and I just swipe across when it's done.
0: Um, yeah, your calendar looks mad.
1: Yes, yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I got so much, but the thing is, do you know, obviously, as a coach, you know, as a day goes along, things get added as the day progresses, because somebody might be like, oh, I need this, this, that, and then you have to do it, and then it just asks the list and then I write it down because I might be not be doing it right the second so I might write it down and that's why my list is, goes from like 10 to like 20 by the end of the day but yeah I do that same thing but I just feel like I like to get a head start I really do like it I really like it and my missus she she needs eight hours like I told you so when, I, when I, I'm off at five it's stress because she'll get up and go to the toilet and come back to me,
2: <sighs>
1: start start, start snoring and everything yeah, and then I'm I've downstairs and that's not my normal place of work so I feel kind of a bit off anyway
2: yeah
1: um then by seven o'clock it's just like that's two hours gone like right? normally my work like because no one's can no one can interfere with me at five and no one's awake at five. I can literally yeah. more than likely have done nearly practically every single thing by maybe eight.
0: And yeah, this is why I love Kuba's sort of routine as well. I don't know if you've seen his YouTube channel. I don't know if you've got it from him.
1: I, I, his stuff. I did kind of. <laughs>
0: his stuff, honestly, like motivates the shit out of me simply <laughs> because his routine is next level. Like his, obviously he's not, my routine's a little bit difficult just because obviously PT in.
2: Yeah.
0: It's it's one of those where you get up in the morning, yeah, you have your morning clients, and then you have a big gap in between if you unless you've got an afternoon,
2: yeah.
0: but then you have a big gap in between and then you've got an evening. So the reason why I and the one thing that he says in his YouTube videos is he wakes up at 4 30 or 4 45, yeah. but then his work yeah. is boxed off by 12. Yeah. Mine's not. So I, if I got up at 4 30 or 5 o'clock, yeah, I get to 12 o'clock, I've probably got my morning clients done. Then I want to train. And then I'm like, by that point, I'm like, I better get a dark side pre-workout done because something needs to give me a kick-up. And then I've got evening clients. And then I'm like, by that point, I'm just so written off. Mm -hmm. I just, I can't function properly. So for me, getting up at seven and half seven has been the sweet spot in the sense of I can stay productive. Yeah. When I become become mostly online, I can't lie to you, I think I will probably have a similar routine to that because... I do get a lot of work done in the morning and I like getting up in that, at that time because I get shit done. It's just, I don't like how I feel in the evening when I've got evening clients mm-hmm. and I don't want to give them any less of a service because I'm tired.
2: Yeah,
1: 100%. So. In-person PT is, is definitely like that. Until you're out of it, it that's just how it's going to have to be and you're going to have to just obviously work around it and schedule around it, which you are doing, so Perfect. You know what you're doing, bro, anyway. Like, I know you know what you're doing. You're killing
0: the game, so, you know. Well, this this chat's been good anyway. I know we've gone on a bit of a tangent. Oh, this chat
1: has been, like, an hour and, like, four like, flipping a long time. But I might have to, like, split it off into two separate podcasts because we're talking about something
2: completely
0: different. Oh, to be fair, oh. if you put, where's this going to go? Where's
1: this going to go? Honestly, I don't it's know. Called- I'm gonna try. I'm gonna see if if, if if I can do it because I might put this all on YouTube. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then get the audio and maybe split it up. Maybe put it in. I don't know. What What do you suggest? Because I have
2: no idea. So
0: on Spotify, I love full podcasts. Right. I got. I would listen to the full. I hate when people split podcasts up because then I'm like, mm. I might listen to one, but I won't listen to it. I might not listen to the other that unless it really, really interested me.
1: Yeah.
0: So I would do full on Spotify, full on YouTube, and then maybe if you're going to put it on Instagram,
1: Take half half. yeah, 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 okay. yeah. Thank yeah. okay. you. I I appreciate that,
0: bro. I appreciate your time.
1: I know you are a busy guy.
0: I've got actually, a class to play at six actually oh shit <laughs> right. Right, right. I, legs bums and tums and that <laughs>
1: <laughs> bro I, I hated I'm not gonna lie real quick I hated no I love classes I love spin did you do, do
0: you I never spin? did I'm so glad I did not have to do a spin Ooh. that was the class that was the class that so I used to do so I did JD burn when I worked mm. at hours JD burn, I did Um boot camp loved them. Loved. And now I do a legs, bums, and tums class locally. Yeah, because I don't work the hours anymore. So I do local legs, bums, and tums.
2: Yeah.
0: And I'm sat there doing pull squats, yeah, yeah. lunches, (laughs) sit walks with them. And I I enjoy it because it gets me gets me energetic as well. Like, especially towards the end of the day, I get a bit tired, but when I do that, I'm fully awake again. But spin that that to me, thinking about doing that class gave me anxiety. I was like, no.
1: One second, bro. I'm gonna pause this. Stop this.